You're listening to the Quince podcast. In a major and unexpected jolt to the Bharatiya Janata Party, Swami Prasad Maurya resigned from his post as the Uttar Pradesh Cabinet Minister and is likely to jump ship to the BJP's main rival in the state, the Samajwadi Party. And the party was further left stunned after three of its lawmakers, Tihar MLA Roshan Lal Verma, Bilhor MLA Bhagwati Prasad Sagar, and Tinwari MLA Brajesh Kumar Pajapati, waved goodbye to the Safran Party and followed Maurya out of the door. In his resignation letter posted on Twitter, Maurya wrote that, quote-unquote, Despite a divergent ideology, I worked with dedication in the Yogi Adityanath cabinet. And the reason we are talking about Maurya's resignation in today's episode is that while he may not be a prominent leader in the same lines as Yogi Adityanath or Akhilesh Yadav, he's an important OBC leader. His sudden departure from the BJP does raise questions on what is going on with the ruling party and whether this will shift the dynamics in the upcoming assembly elections. I'm joined today by political analyst Amitabh Tiwari and Aditya Menon, the Quint's political editor, to discuss the political implications of Maurya's exit. You're tuned in to The Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you, and I'm your host, Imad. In his short resignation letter, Maurya blamed the BJP government for a quote-unquote grossly neglectful attitude towards Dalits, backward classes, farmers, unemployed youth, and small and medium business persons. And his exit from the party was clearly unexpected, given that UP Deputy Chief Minister Kesha Prasad Maurya tweeted in Hindi soon after his resignation, urging Swami Prasad Maurya to not make any quote-unquote decisions in haste. As a UP cabinet minister, Swami Prasad Maurya was responsible for labour, employment, coordination in the Yogi government. But his track record before the BJP is also noteworthy. Known as a grassroots leader, Maurya is a five-time MLA who had won his last three assembly elections from Padrauna. He started his career with the Yuva Lokdal in the early 80s before joining the Bhajan Samaj Party in 1996. In his two-decade stint at the BSP, he held several ministerial positions, including leader of the opposition from 2012 to 2016. He was essentially former CM Mayavati's right-hand man before moving to the BJP camp ahead of the 2017 assembly elections. But Maurya's main USP is his work as an OBC community leader. Here is Aditya Menon, the Quint's political editor, who explains the significance of his exit in terms of the non-Yadav OBC vote bank. Swami Prasad Maurya may not be a heavyweight on the lines of uh, Akhilesh Yadav, Yogi Adityanath or Mayavati, uh, but he is a politically important leader. Uh, he is probably the tallest leader among in the Kushwaha community. Kushwaha, Maurya, Shakya, uh, these are uh, related caste groups um, traditionally associated with growing uh, vegetables uh, so and uh, in the list of obc communities um, uh, th- this uh, caste group comes after yadavs kurmis and lods so this is the fourth fourth most important uh, uh, section in within the obcs in uttar pradesh uh, so he is an important leader uh, Apparently, he holds influence in about 20 to 25 uh, constituencies in Uttar Pradesh, which is not huge since Uttar Pradesh has 403 uh, seats, uh, but it's not insignificant either. Uh, 
सो ही वॉज एन इम्पॉर्टेंट लीडर इन द बी एस पी एंड डिड हेल्प ब्रिंग सेक्शन ऑफ ओ बी सीज इन टू द बी एस पी फोर ड्यूरिंग पार्टी वॉज वेरी क्लोज टू बी एस पी चीफ मायावती एंड ही डिड ऑल्सो हेल्प ब्रिंग दैट सेक्शन टूवर्ड्स द बी जे पी वेन ही ज्वाइन द पार्टी इन ट्वेंटी इम्पॉर्टेंट लीडर इट्स प्रॉबेबली अमंग द मोस्ट इम्पॉर्टेंट रिक्रूट्स एंड एंगेजिंग दिस वोट बैंक इज क्रूशली इम्पॉर्टेंट फॉर एनी पार्टी बिकॉज दे कंस्टिट्यूट थर्टी फाइव परसेंट ऑफ द वोट बैंक अकॉर्डिंग टू दिन सेंसेस This vote bank has an important role to play in the UP assembly polls given that they consolidated last time and voted for the BJP and the Kushwaha community to which Swami Prasad Maurya belongs to is one of the most numerically important vote banks so if the non yadav obc vote bank scatters it may spell trouble for the BJP political analyst amitabh tiwari echoes aditya's point on maurya's exit but adds that maurya may also be well past his prime in the obc community given the fact that the bjp has nurtured and developed many non yadav obc leaders since 2014 he used to be a big obc leader when he was in bsp however it can be said that he is well past his prime in that sense because what has happened is that bjp has nurtured and developed in house a lot of non yadav obc leaders over the past 5 to 7 years since the 2014 lok sabha elections so he was a good prize for bjp in before 2017 because at that point of time bjp was creating this uh, uh, social engineering where this non yadav obc vote block was created as a voting segment uh, and maurya represented one of the big leaders of the maurya community uh, which is around 6 6% of the state population however over the years bjp now has many other leaders also across sub castes in the non yadav obc vote block as well as among the maurya maurya community itself because keshav prasad maurya is the deputy ceo mr tiwari adds that when it comes to the bjp it is usually the leaders they post from other parties who tend to revolt and exit and not the ones who associate with the party's ideology so well, we have to understand what kind of people or who will be leaving bjp at this point of time one is people who would be denied tickets and or people who could think that the bjp is going to lose correct so uh, since he was a cabinet minister i doubt whether he falls in the category that he was going to be denied a ticket so he probably thinks or uh the samajwadi party where he is expected to join uh leadership might have convinced him that uh bjp is going to lose in this election and he might have taken a decision basis this uh, cajoling by the samajwadi party leadership so what happens is that optics wise it is not good news news for the bjp for sure because this is a party which uh, is being shown in opinion polls that it is likely to come back correct so this poses a question mark in the mind of the undecided voter that if the party is going to come back to power then why are cabinet ministers or other mlas leaving the party second is that bjp normally is used to poaching leaders from other parties and this sort of uh, exodus of mlas 
does not necessarily happen with the bjp before the elections however this time even in uttarakhand and goa we are seeing uh, such exits uh now what happens is that the non yadav obc vote block since it is a very uh, heterogeneous sort of a vote block it is it consists of a lot of sub castes in it that is was already under pressure even before the exit of maria because you have the op rajpar uh, leaving the alliance you have nishad's probably unhappy because they have not been uh, given the sc status anupriya patel Uh, demanding a obc census when there is a clear call of the bjp leadership that they would not be holding such a census so already there was a bit of dissension in this vote block which is a new vote block it never existed before right so there was already a, a, a an anger or a disillusionment among certain sections so this plus this definitely so this exit because all others who have exited also belong to obc sc communities and the already existing disillusionment among a section of the subcast there these two together could could potentially damage the bjp however it is not going to be a state wide phenomenon this might be restricted to uh, purvanchal east east and northeast up from where maurya also belongs see what happens is that since bjp had included a lot of turn codes in last elections so when they deny tickets to around 25 35% of people which is the normal trend which means anywhere between 75 to 100 what normally happens is that since the bjp cadre is fairly disciplined their own leaders who who come from the rss background or who have been in the party for long normally don't revolt but leaders who have joined bjp from samajwadi party or bsp and that is that number is easily above 50 if they are denied tickets and 12 of them are also in the cabinet so if they are denied tickets since they are not ideologically rooted or linked to the party they can take a call to go back to their parent organizations or join some other party so this is uh, this is likely to continue and 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 deepen this 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 uh, crisis could deepen further for the bjp going forward Now in the run up to the 2017 assembly elections the BJP had inducted many turncoats from the Congress the SP and the BSP and don't get me wrong MLA's jumping ship before elections is not new we have seen how TMC MPs and leaders switched sides to the BJP before the West Bengal elections in 2021 and the flurry of senior congress leaders crossing over to the TMC in the past few months and most recently former BJP Goa cabinet minister Michael Lobo joining the Congress party But for a party like the BJP, where all the surveys and estimates point towards the party retaining power in Uttar Pradesh, a cabinet minister and three MLAs, and possibly more jumping ship just a few weeks before the election, does raise questions on the party's internal dynamics, and of course, doesn't leave the party in a great image. So, how damaging is the exit of Maurya and others to the BJP? According to Aditya, Maurya's exit from the BJP may translate into a chunk of the non-Yadav OBC vote moving to the other parties. Yes, people leaving the party and uh, joining other parties obviously adds to a certain perception. Uh, but Swami Prasad Maurya is slightly uh, more than that uh, because he is, as we discussed earlier, the tallest leader in the in the Maurya Shakya Kushwaha uh, caste group. So his exit does. mean that the bjp could lose 
a chunk of that vote i'm not saying that the bjp will lose the entire vote of that community uh, but a chunk of that vote could shift towards the sp now the important part is uh, uh, that till now sp was largely gaining at the expense of uh, other opposition parties like the bsp and the congress you know voters who dislike the bjp or voters especially from the muslim community who feel uh, Uh, under threat in, in in bjp's rule uh, were flocking towards the sp as it's the strongest alternative so that's something that uh, was already coming the sp's way barring uh, the alliance with rld and the rise of rld among jats there wasn't any significant group that was coming away from the bjp uh, i think that's what's changing with swami prashad maurya because now a small chunk of the bjp's vote in this in this caste group uh, is probably shifting towards the sp so that i think is the new thing that has happened uh, with soon after maurya's resignation samajwadi party chief akhilesh yadav posted a photo of him and maurya welcoming him to the party though all the signs point towards maurya joining the sp he is yet to formally announce his membership of the party now given the sizable vote bank that maurya may carry with him to the sp it may change the dynamics of the elections So, where should we expect to see the most change? Aditya Vaisen. So, Prashant Maurya is coming with three, four MLAs, uh, from what reports suggest. So, obviously, in those seats, uh, equations will change. Uh, then there are uh, pockets in Uttar Pradesh where the Shakya, Kushwaha, and Maurya communities are there in sizable numbers. So, those areas might uh, see a certain change in political circumstances. So. there are two broad belts that we are looking at one is in the northeastern end of uttar pradesh uh, districts like kushinagar maharajganj siddhartnagar uh, this is the belt where uh, uh, swami prashad maurya himself also uh, represents he uh, he is uh, an mla from the padrona seat in in kushinagar district uh, then the other belt where this will be important is this etawa mainpuri uh, belt kanauj belt in in uh, south western uttar pradesh this is also the samajwadi party's core belt uh, now in this belt yadavs are the most dominant obc community and after yadavs it is the uh, shakyas who are most important uh, so with the swami prashad maurya coming into the sp there might be a slight more con- uh, no su- slight addition of shakya support to the smajiwadi party it won't be easy because uh, you know bjp has successfully managed to mobilize uh, shakya voters against yadav voters in that region so a complete shift may not happen uh, but a partial shift could happen then of course there is uh, there are uh, some parts of bundelkhand where where you know uh, loyalists of uh, swami prashad maurya like brijesh prajapati who represents a seat in banda district uh he he is he has also joined along with swami prashad maurya so uh, there are pockets across uttar pradesh where this might have swami prashad maurya's sudden exit may have rattled the bjp's up cadre but it does signal that all may not be well in the party before the elections stay tuned to the quint for more updates on the story if you like listening to this episode please subscribe to the big story for episodic updates We're available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavan, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quint website. And for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequint.com.
Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quince website and check out our other podcasts. 